episode 42 just want to put them out there 42 um let's get through some quick nba news before we dive into the playoffs here um just for reference as we're recording uh the clippers are going to win here game seven but uh danny ainge the celtics gm has decided to step down brad stevens is taking over as gm and the celtics are looking for a new head coach now um i don't know about you guys but i was kind of uh, a little bit shocked this news came out uh this week uh i was like i i guess i was a little shocked just like i didn't see it coming but i also didn't really care like okay <laughs> i don't yeah. give a shit about the celtics really yeah so um cool for brad stevens i guess i mean at the beginning of the year i picked brad stevens for coach of the year so i think i deserve an award he got an upgrade to be the president of a team which means he was too good at coaching it must mean yeah, most definitely too good at coaching. Yeah. Um, I was just a little bit surprised that they gave up on Danny Ainge like this early. Like he's been there for what eighteen years. Yeah, he's so. had some success. He's had a lot of success. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I mean, he must have. He must just not want to do it anymore. Which I don't blame the guy. I mean, he's probably a millionaire. He doesn't need to be doing that anymore. So yeah, if he's ready to go live life. Might as well. Yeah. Um, on the Western Conference side of things, Terry Stotts and the Portland Trailblazers have parted ways. This one, I was not surprised. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I heard throughout the end of the regular season that if the Blazers did not make it past like rounds one or two, that they were going to fire him. So that's what happened ultimately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of figured this one was – this one was not surprising at all. Um, I did you see that Dame said he wants Jason Kidd? Yeah, that Jason Kidd said he's not. What I mean, Liam, as Bucks fans, we know what is the fucking craze of Jason Kidd? He's a horrible coach. He was horrendous. <laughs> like I don't, I, I don't know. Every year in the off season, whenever there's an opening, Jason Kidd's like at the top of the list for every single one. <laughs> it's like he's had. The two times he's coached, he got he's gotten fired from both of his jobs. Like I don't think he's that great. The demand I don't really understand for him. I I don't understand it either. He's not that good of a coach. He ruined Giannis's like shooting form by telling him not to shoot like mm-hmm. early on in his career. So I'm not quite sure what players and like teams are seeing in him because he has I done think players nothing. just like the former player head coach role yeah but sometimes there sometimes there's just better options out there yeah give me like chauncey billups or something like that instead of jason kidd i saw his name in the in the mix too yeah yeah i saw that yep and i did you see the reason to why jason kidd removed his name because it felt like it was going to be too awkward for other coaching candidates during the uh, interview process no, I did not see that. What does that even mean? Yeah. It means that he was already like endorsed by Dame. So he was going to be oh. the front runner. It wouldn't be a fair like coaching search process for other candidates. 
Well, I mean, we'll just talk, I'll just talk about this now. I mean, I we've been seeing whispers that Dame might be out of there. Like a lot of people are saying he's going to leave. I don't think he's going to. I think Dame's one of the loyal guys in the league. I'd be yeah, shocked if he left. He, like people are like, oh, he's going to go to the Knicks or the Lakers. It's like I could not see that happening, especially the Lakers. Fuck, no way. No. I don't think he's going to leave, but I don't know. People just like to talk. Obviously, we know. I don't think he's going to leave either, but if you're Portland, I think your best bet is to trade McCollum and try to get – because they don't really need another backcourt piece. I mean – no, Anthony Simons should be able to step in right away. Uh, so, I mean, if you trade McCollum and maybe get like a forward or like a big guy, you should be good. I saw something today that uh, CJ McCollum to the Clippers for Paul George. See, I think that would benefit both sides. Mm-hmm. So, it also Kawhi depends. Out. Yeah, I, I was just going to say it depends if Kawhi is going to be there. Um, let's just jump into the playoffs here. Uh, do we want to start with the Bucks Nets series, Ian? Yeah, we can just get it over with quick. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, the Nets, the Nets won four one against Boston. They were still playing last time we recorded. So, yep. Uh, they Brooklyn came to play last night, and it from my perspective, it looked like Milwaukee did not come to play. Yeah, it looked like Game One against the Heat. It was kind yeah. of the same thing. Uh, just didn't shoot well. Giannis was the only person that played well, which, like, against Brooklyn, we all knew that was going to be the case. Like, they are horrible defensively, so we knew Giannis was going to get his. Um, but it's all about the other guys who need to step up, and they just didn't yesterday. I'm not I'm not too worried yet, to be honest. Like, I, I think this series is going to go six or seven games, regardless of who wins. Um, honestly, even if the Nets win again, I still won't be nervous. If we lose at home, then I'll start to be upset. But like the Nets are supposed to win these two games. So if yeah. the Bucks steal one, I mean, that's great. But also, I mean, Blake Griffin's a fucking superstar again out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, when, where the fuck did that come from? I mean, don't know. But I don't know. I think I think game two is. From my eyes, I think it's like important from like just a morale perspective. Mm-hmm. Because if you're the Bucks and you go down 0-2 in a series, I think just it, well, it's going to be hard like trying to get them all picked up. The Bucks so. have also been up 2-0 and in the Eastern Conference Finals, and they blew that. So I mean, yeah. they they know that it can happen. They know they can do it. It can happen. Um, yeah. If it's one-one going back to Milwaukee, I'll feel really, really good. I would agree. If it if they can win game mm-hmm. two tomorrow night and split the series one one, I would feel confident in the Bucks winning or six or seven. Especially if James Harden is out for an extended period of time, mm-hmm. which I think he will be, because you don't leave the game after forty three seconds, leave the arena, go to the hospital, and are ruled out more than twenty four hours prior to game two. Or just hamstring tightness. Yeah, I was gonna say just hamstring tightness. Yeah. That doesn't that doesn't sound right. Hammies aren't something you mess around with either. So mm-hmm. they they're gonna have to be really careful with him. Um, like we saw it with the Lakers. Like, don't rush your guys back because you need to win a game because it's just not gonna work. Mm-hmm. So, 
but no, um, I mean, if the Bucks shoot a little better, um, that's really that's really all it's got to be. I mean, they shot six of thirty from three, like yeah. that's horrible. Just can't I think, happen. I think regression to the mean for game two is gonna be big because the Bucks are not gonna shoot six from thirty from three again. And right. let's say they make seven threes, they go like thirteen of thirty, which is like their season average. They're winning that game. I mean, mm-hmm. so I don't know. I also don't think Blake Griffin's gonna put up eighteen and fourteen again. Yeah, it, it won't happen again. No, and I think eighty like percent too. Like, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I'm not worried yet. We'll be all right. The Nets are supposed to win these games. They're supposed to win the series. So like, the Bucks are playing with nothing to lose right now. Like, from the start of the year, everybody has said that the the Nets should win the finals. So. Like all pressure is yeah. on them. Like they have three superstar, three super superstars on their team. So, and the Bucks yeah. have one. So, I will say, if the Nets end up winning, it's just gonna suck because, like, I just super teams are just never gonna go away because that's what it takes to win nowadays. I guess like these small markets just don't stand a chance sometimes, but. I think if the Nets end up winning the series, Coach Bud is going to be fired as well. Maybe, but I don't I don't know how I feel about that to be honest. Like I'm I have been critical of Coach Bud, but I've never been fully on the get a, get him out of here. Like we've been the best team in the NBA for the last two years. This year we have we're not as good, but we're still I mean, we might even be like a more talented team, but just the record's not there. I don't know. I I think if it goes to seven and we lose because the Nets are better, I don't think he should be fired. Yeah. If we lose because he does something stupid, that's fine. But if like the Nets are a better team, like there's no doubt about like more talented. There's no doubt about it. So but what yeah. we'll see. Well, I mean, it's only it's one zero. Like this series is not even close to being over. So um, just to finish this off. Some quick takeaways. A backcourt of Jeff Teague and Pat Connaughton should never happen in the playoffs. Yeah. And call me crazy, but I think Don is it Tenacious? Tenacious. Yeah. He should be playing more. And yeah, I didn't I don't even think, know he was healthy again. Yeah, he played like the final five minutes and he is like he played the energy spark off the bench the whole regular season. Yeah. So I would like to see more of him. Yeah, the Bucks get down by like double digits. <clears throat> Just toss him in there, see if he can spark a run. Like he's a good defender. Yeah, he's long, lengthy. Like he could probably guard like a KD and like provide like some sort of like heck, like heckness for him on the defensive end. So I would, I, I we talked about this last week a little bit, but it just Jeff Teague wouldn't be playing if Dante was healthy. So yeah, that just kind of sucks a little bit. Mm-hmm. He played a lot last night too. Like, Teague, yeah, I didn't even watch the second half of the game because I was playing volleyball. <laughs> you didn't miss anything. <laughs> yeah, I had the I had my laptop out and was I was telling if it gets close, tell me. But it never got close. No, it never did. <laughs> All right, clean clean sweep in volleyball for anybody that was wondering against Nick. So, yep. <laughs> anything to say about that, Nick? Um, no comment. I'm just here so I won't get fined. Yeah. 
All right, let's uh, move on to the other Eastern Conference semifinal here. Uh, Philadelphia ended up beating Washington in five. Atlanta ended up beating New York in five as well. Um, they had game one of that series today. And Atlanta shocks Philadelphia at home, goes up one nothing, but they almost shit the bed the last three minutes. Yeah, that was wild. <laughs> yeah, it was a crazy ending in the game. I mean, Philly just like, Philly just really turned up the defense and Atlanta literally just forgot how to play basketball. Like they were just turnover machines. They were trying, I texted you guys. They were trying so freaking hard to lose that game. Like they missed the free throw on purpose, get the offensive board. And then they foul Joel Embiid. It's like, no, just let him score. Don't foul. They couldn't throw the fucking ball in. They got a five second violation. And then when they Mm -hmm. did get the ball and they would get trapped and, because they didn't have any timeouts left, so they would just have to sit there and they turn it over. And but I mean, they got uh, they got lucky, honestly. That is, uh, they had Philly had a lot of chances to win that game. Yeah. <clears throat> with that, be, with that being said, I I'm not I haven't been big on Philly, as you guys know. I picked them to win in six against the Wizards. Mm-hmm. I think Atlanta's going to win this series. I'm dead serious. That was a huge game today. Yeah, they did the especially same thing playing, as New York. Beat yeah, them at especially, home. Yeah. No. Atlanta's I, tough, dude. Trey's a monster. Mm-hmm. He's a killer. He's really yeah, he making is. a name for himself in the playoffs this year, which is awesome to see. And it just kills me a little bit inside, but God, Bogdan is so good. He is. <laughs> <laughs> it, kill, it kills me to say that. Like, nothing against him, obviously. It's just he should just be a buck if fucking Woj wasn't a dick. Mm-hmm. So. God, when he hit that three and shush the crowd, I was. Oh, oh. That was I mean, awesome. At- Atlanta's just choosing violence. Like they're gonna, they like the two teams that they play. They they're gonna be so hated by New York, and if they beat Philadelphia, I mean, Trey Young's gonna be the most hated man in those two cities for the rest of his life because Trey- those fans are just so like ruthless and awful. I. As somebody living in Philadelphia right now, I love <laughs> Trey Young. Just absolutely shitting on Philadelphia. Fuck Philadelphia. Fuck their fans. I don't really care about them. Like they have the worst fans ever, dude. They do. And like they, it's just they try claiming that their fans are just very passionate. There's a there's a difference between passionate and just a terrible fan base. Like they're all assholes. Yeah. Like they're just like like they're actually like mean. Like, do you remember a couple years ago when Philly um, played uh, the Eagles played the Vikings in uh, Minnesota and Philly fans were like yelling at like this eight year old girl wearing a Vikings jersey like adults were yelling at a child. Yeah, they're the worst. They're the worst. And that's why I love like like Atlanta was a five seed like they shouldn't even. Mm-hmm. Like they weren't great in the regular season, and now they're just coming and taking over all these cities. It's just awesome. It's just awesome. Yeah, I love it too. Uh, do we want to do predictions as we go along in the series as well? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So let's start back up with the Nets Bucks. I'm gonna go Nets and seven for that one. I mean, I don't even even if I think the Nets are gonna win, I'm just I'm not gonna pick against the Bucks because. I mean, what kind of fan would I be? Like, I'm just uh, mm-hmm. Bucks and Bucks and seven. Uh, I think Nets and six. Okay. See, I agree with you, Ian. But every single time I say something, the opposite happens. 
So if I say Nets in seven, hopefully the Bucks win seven. But let's move on here. Atlanta, Philadelphia. This is tough. This is tough. Atlanta took game one, which is big. Hawks in six. Give me Atlanta in six. I I I, I want to say five. I'm not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I do. But I, um, that's a little ridiculous. I'll say six. I'm gonna go 76ers in seven. I'm I'm thinking also probably Sixers in seven. If Atlanta wins game two in Philly, bring out the brooms. I'm not fucking around, dude. Actually, no. If they, if, they, if they actually win game two in Philly, then I think it'll be a sweep. <laughs> they might sweep. I, not, yeah. It, this next game is huge. Well, Whatever happens they, in this next game is like going to determine what I think is going to be the outcome of the series. The Sixers just have such a huge problem because I don't think Ben Simmons is very good. Like he just he can't shoot or shoot free throws, and he in the playoffs so far he's averaging like twelve points a game. Like he's not great, and he's shooting like thirty percent from the line. Yeah, yeah. it's gonna be a hack a shack. Yeah, mm-hmm. people make fun of Giannis for shooting free throws. How about fucking people talking about Ben Simmons because he shoots about thirty percent worse than Giannis. So, mm-hmm. but like they have such a problem with that if they get down by a lot like it's hard for them to come back into games i know they did today but usually because Embiid's stamina has just been such a problem for his whole career and you need that guy out there but he just can't be out there for more than eight minutes at a time because he can't fucking move anymore Mm -hmm. it's like when they're down by a lot like they have to rest him but when they're down they need him on the floor like he was incredible today i'm not saying he's a bad player or anything but he's just so big and that I think he just his stamina has always been a problem. I don't know if that's something that you can fix at this point. I think it just might be how he's built, how he is. Yeah. yeah. I think another problem with Philadelphia is that when they get down by a lot, it's normally because they're not hitting their shots. Like today, they just weren't hitting their shots in the first half. And that's why they were down like 20 at one point. Yeah. And so I think that's just one of those things where if you're cold, like it's very hard to like start hitting your shots after starting like very poorly shooting. I, I, I love Danny green because he's a North Carolina guy, but since he played for the Spurs, I genuinely don't know if I've seen him make a shot. (laughs) (laughs) I'm serious. Like he was incredible for the Spurs. He broke an NBA record for threes in a series when he played for the Spurs, but then he went to Toronto for a year. I don't know if he didn't, I don't remember him like being, anything incredible there obviously he was trash on the lakers like lakers fans hated him even though he won a ring and now even in this game like every time they'd have a big swing danny green would just pull up for three and just clank dude he sucks i would just leave the shooting to seth curry and tobias harris on that team Seth curry is one of the best three-point shooters of all time yeah he is his percentage it's like top three all time i'm pretty sure his three-point percentage is better than steph it is. Yeah, but I mean, I, you're, you yeah. don't even compare Seth to Steph, right? No, I'm we're not. not. We're not. not. We're not. Because Steph not. has worry. taken about 6,000 more threes. So. <laughs> <laughs> also, on the Danny Green thing, I'm pretty sure he's like a 40% three-point shooter. Yeah, no, that's three. the thing. I, I was going to say, he has the he has decent numbers. I've just never seen him make a shot. Yeah, I, I don't hmm. know where, where or when he's making these three-point shots because on national television, I don't think he's at a three-point shot. It's like it was like Sean Livingston, like his shooting percentage was probably like 50 percent. 
but I never saw him miss from mid range, like ever. <laughs> I've never seen him miss. Yeah. Or do you remember last year, Liam? Uh, Tyler Hero was shooting like twenty eight percent from three against the Bucks. Yeah, no, he wasn't because he did not miss a single time. <laughs> I remember I watched every second of every game. He never missed. Or, so that stat about, was just a lie. What about like Norman Powell or like uh, Fred Van Fleet, who always go shoot like ninety percent from three whenever they play the Bucks? Yeah, I just so sometimes I, I see the numbers and it's just like fucking how like the eye test is just much different. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the West side of things here. We just wrapped up. Clippers won game seven against the Mavs. Um, we always, we saw this coming. The whole Never thing, a right? doubt. That was Never my finals pick right there. I knew. Yeah, after this win. game, after this game, the Clippers look really, really good. <laughs> I feel awful for Luca. I really do. That yeah, stinks. he's so good. Yeah, he is. And now he's eliminated first round again. Mm-hmm. It's just tough. Um, but I mean, the Clippers fucking Clippers came to play today. They won pretty handily. So also we were talking about free throw problems with Ben Simmons and Giannis. What, what about the free throw problems with Luca? Yeah, he's, he, not, he's he not a great, yeah. All series, which, which is crazy. Cause he averaged like 40 points a game this series. Yeah. Yeah. No, so, he was incredible. I mean, mm-hmm. he's like, Today, he had like 29 at half. Yeah, he did. He finished with 46. Yeah. Yeah, it's nuts. So, yeah, that's... He's so goddamn good. It's it's yeah. really unfortunate that he's on the Mavs, and his second best player is Tim Hardaway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, the Clippers would be playing the Jazz, and the Jazz beat the Grizzlies 4-1. Um Never forget so when Nick picked the Grizzlies in seven. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Clippers in four. <laughs> Honestly, it Ooh, might be Clippers. I don't know about in four. I'm thinking Clippers in four or five. Yeah. It's going to be a sweep or a gentleman sweep. Yeah. It's. I might go Clippers in like six. I don't think the Jazz are that bad. I mean, they won 4-1. The only game they lost was when Donovan Mitchell didn't play. And every other game they won pretty handily, even if Jaw was scoring like 50. Like they had really one game that went into overtime. Did they? Both yeah. Of, yeah, where both of them were going back and forth. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, still though, gentlemen sweep. I, I think that I think they'll win two games against the Clippers. I go Clippers been, in six. I've been anti Utah all year. I don't mm-hmm. think they're real, so I'm going to continue on that trend. I don't like the state of Utah, so yeah, Clippers in four. Yeah, fuck the Mormons. Am I right, Nick? Yes, yes. <laughs> I can't say anything. I have a couple of Mormons on the tennis team that I coach, and they're great guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, the Nuggets, they beat the Trailblazers 4-2, uh, even though Dame Lillard, my God. Had one of the greatest playoff performances ever, the best I've ever seen. I mean, maybe the best, like, 10-minute stretch of any athlete ever. Yeah. I mean, it was ridiculous. Like the Nuggets would get up by like 10 with 30 seconds left. I'd be like, all right, it's over. And then I'd look away for three seconds and then it'd be a one point game. And he did that twice to force double overtime and then lost. But I mean, what a like, can't take away anything from Dame. That was just ridiculous. 
he's he's insane he really he really really is he's like probably one of the most underrated nba players ever like he's an all-time player he yeah he's nuts i don't oh, know absolutely he he's one of the best scorers of all time <laughs> yeah i mean and for his size too like to be like pure score like he's only like what six three yeah yep. Yeah, yeah, like you think pure scores, you're thinking like fucking KD and Harden, who are like six six or seven foot. Yeah. So no, Dame's Dame's nuts. Um, I mean, Trailblazers just got to figure something else out because what they've been doing, and they are obviously we talk about them parting mm-hmm. ways, and they're got to make some changes because they've been eliminating the first round every year. They've been to the playoffs, so something's got to change. Yeah, and. We talked about feeling bad for Luca. I just feel bad for Dame. Like he deserves so much better. Yeah, I'm ready for this off season of Dame Lillard Photoshop jerseys, but I don't. He's, think gonna, he's gonna stay. Win. He's gonna yeah. stay. Yep. He's too loyal. He's too loyal. All right. Let's get to this next series. I'm All excited right. to talk about this one. Let's okay. go. Before starting this next series. I just want to say I'm pretty sure I was the only one that picked the Suns in the beginning to win. This I said I said Suns in five. Nick and I both said Suns in five. What? Yeah. Yes. Originally. Yes. Yeah. I I was dead serious. Suns in five. Yeah. I thought we all. When the Suns were up one zero, that was the first time we did our predictions. I hate the Lakers so much. I said Suns in five. Yeah. Okay. Well, then we were all right. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, Suns won 4-2 against the Lakers, and Lakers fans sucks to suck. LeBron just isn't that good. LeBum James. I mean, just an, just an all-time quitter, LeBron, dude. Yeah, I mean, that's what pissed me off the most. Yeah, if, he if they would have gotten killed in both those games, but he left it out there, that's fine. Like, nothing you can do about it. But, I mean, in game five, he literally walked off the court with six minutes left. And then in game six, he wasn't getting back on defense when they were down by like nine with seven minutes left. He was calling for a sub. It's like, I mean, just just an all time quitting performance right there by the fucking God. I can't I can't believe what a 360 I've done on LeBron in the last year, but I hate yeah. his guts. I but hate his it's guts. true. It's true, though. Like I, I like would have would Jordan have ever done that? No. Uh, yep. There's no way you can put LeBron in the GOAT conversation if he is not going to give it his all 100% of the time. Yeah, he has he has no winning mentality whatsoever. Like he's No, just he doesn't. Yeah, it that's it's just so frustrating, dude, because and like uh I I like I it's so it's just so annoying to see him play and then people are still trying to defend him. I don't oh, know how. Yes. This was this was the best this is the my best like the best thing was that all of like Instagram comments and Twitter, like from like, from like real life, like analysts, like, like Maria Taylor and Stephen A were commenting, like, I just don't understand how the Lakers could lose. It's like, what do you mean? They weren't good. The Suns were way better. That's why they lost. Yeah. They like just put LeBron on this platform that like he literally, he cannot be defeated no matter what. It's like, no, he can't like I mean, this is the first time he's ever lost in the first round, so it was weird to see. But, I mean, the Suns were just a way better team. Like, no yeah. way about it. Like, nothing else you can say. 
but it's just so funny how the media is just like so obviously biased towards the Lakers and LeBron. So I was I'm, so fucking glad to see the Suns win this, especially after when the Lakers went up two one. I was like, oh fuck, dude. I was like, yeah. this is over, and the Lakers are gonna go to the finals because they won pretty easily in game mm-hmm. three. So, but no, I mean game five and six, they got murdered both games, like run out the gym. Yep. It was awesome. I loved to see it. I also want to say, for those of you who wanted LeBron in the MVP conversation, this just proved he's not the most valuable player on his own team. He's not. His own team. AD is. (laughs) Yeah. I I feel for AD because I have nothing against him, but um, obviously he wanted to play game six, but just was not ready and couldn't even play five minutes without hurting his Mm. groin. I do have a side-by-side stats for the season, AD versus Kelly Olenek. Are you ready to hear this? Yes, I am. So AD averaged 21.4. Kelly Olenek averaged 18.2. Um, and then that is the only major stat that AD beat uh, Olenek out in this year. Olenek averaged more rebounds, assists. They averaged the same amount of steals. He had better field goal percentage, three-point percentage, free throw percentage, and in less minutes. And one less minute. Who does Kelly Olenek even play for right now? The Rockets. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't I really didn't know who he played for. I just remember he was on Miami last year. But, I mean, yeah, I didn't say – I mean, I just said I felt bad for AD. I didn't say no, I no, I, I, I'm just saying – I just that, I like, like him. People also are talking about how AD is like the second best player in the NBA. Oh, oh no. yeah. Well, and I mean, he's do not. You, do you remember like all last year, people were like, oh, AD is better than Giannis. AD is better than Giannis. No, he's not. And it's no, not he's even not. close. Yeah. I, I think right now the best player in the NBA is Kevin Durant. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, like, absolutely. <laughs> and second's probably Luca. Eh, Steph. Oh yeah, Steph. Actually, it's for me. It probably goes Steph and then KD and then Luca. But either way, I, those three are the yes, everybody's yes. Like, there should like, be no questions about that. In the playoffs right now, KD is definitely the best for sure. Oh, oh god, yeah. And honestly, second best left in the playoffs might be Trey Young right now, or Devin Booker. Because we because ha- we haven't even talked about the Suns, we've just been shitting on the Lakers yeah, so much. True. We haven't yeah, even talked yeah. about the Suns. Oh <laughs> uh, man! But anyways, oh, let's talk. One, real quick, we we skipped over this in the Clippers game, but Kawhi with an all time game uh, in Game Six, he had forty five. I mean, just put the team on his back and went out there and got a win. So. Also, Kawhi start is starting to show emotion now, and it is the greatest thing ever. I love it. Yeah, I saw. It tweet today that was like if Kawhi shown emotion i mean fucking watch out league here comes the Clippers because when Kawhi gets going dude he's he's one of the best he's also one of the best players in the league when he's yeah at his best i mean god he is good and he makes it look so easy like he's not flashy whatsoever Mm. all right right. talk about the suns now we gotta talk about the suns (laughs) Suns. um pretty good devin booker is insane yeah, I mean, like 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 we said, like the Lakers weren't just bad. Like the Suns are really good. They're legit. Mm-hmm. I mean, campaign, what a resurgence for that guy. Oh, I love it, dude. He's, I love it. He's been very good for them. Chris Paul is just a great leader. 
McCall Bridges, good defender, good. He's like the he's like, like the three perfect and D. three and D guy. Yeah. Um, and then Nick and I made a deal with each other that if the Suns make the finals, Nick will buy a Cam Payne jersey and I will buy a Cam Johnson jersey. Yep. Wow. I just love Cam Johnson because of Carolina. He's playing well too. He's playing yeah, he's really good. well. He was good last year. Yeah, I know. I mean, he he was I he was the best three point shooter in that draft. He shot like forty four percent from three in college. That's why he was drafted like in like mid way first round. Than people thought. Yeah, like Kobe like White. Kobe White was like super surprised, but like super happy. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Even, I expected him to be a second round guy, and he was like mm-hmm. top fifteen. Yeah. No, I mean he's good. Like the whole Suns team is. And Monty Williams is a hell of a coach. I mean, yeah, just, they got a fucking squad rolling over there right now. Mm-hmm. I think I I know I picked the Clippers to come out, but I think Clippers Suns Eastern Conference Finals would be fucking awesome to watch. Yeah, yeah. it will. Yeah. Speaking of picks, let's do this uh, Suns Nuggets series. Oh, I've... Suns in four or five? So, yeah, yeah, Suns in. Pro- I'll say Suns in five. Suns in five. But it it'll be. A very fast series. I I was gonna say something five as well. Okay. Yeah. I look at the Nuggets are good, but without Jamal Murray, they're just not. They're just not on the same level as the Suns right now. No. Michael Porter Jr. had like twenty five in the first quarter of the other, and I think he finished with like twenty seven. Like, he, yeah. he had twenty two points in the first nine minutes of the game, and then he scored like five more points the rest yeah. of the way. That, I feel like that happens a lot. I know. Which is weird, but yeah. All right. MLB news. Last week the Brewers were not back. This week they're back. Oh yeah. <laughs> Big time back. Um, I don't know if the Cubs won or lost today. They are winning four to three. Okay. If they win, they'll be tied for first. If the Cubs lose, the Brewers will hold first place in the NL Central. Mm-hmm. Um, really? Yes. Oh shit. I mean, ever since we acquired Willie Adamas, we are twelve and three. He, he's I mean, so good. He is so yeah. good. <laughs> um, Yelich is finding his bat. He had he's had he had three home runs this series, or two, two. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Omar Narvarez is playing like a fucking all star. He's insane. Uh, Corbin Burns had another fantastic outing today. No earned runs. Thirteen strikeouts. No walks, of course. Classic mm-hmm. Corbin. I mean, like the Brewers are just rolling right now. And again, we always say it like things can change so fast in the MLB, but I'm just enjoying this little run we're having right now. Yeah, they they're doing well. Pitching's doing well, hitting's doing well. Um we mentioned Yelich. Keston Heroes coming back. He had a double today. Mm-hmm. Uh, so hopefully he can break out of his slump. Yeah. But- I, everything's looking good because they swept the Diamondbacks, uh, which is they should have because the Diamondbacks aren't very good. But that's good. Like good teams are supposed to be bad teams, so that's a good thing. Yeah, and I think the best part about that Diamondback series is just the amount of offense the Brewers had. Yeah, because they were averaging them- like four home runs a game coming into the series, and they continued that. Like their their bats are really coming along. Yeah, because, because earlier on in the year, the Brewers' offense just was not there. It looked like it was the same offense as last year. Mm-hmm. But now that they're getting everybody back, they're really giving Bernie the Brewer 
like hit his workout on the slide down. <laughs> so. Yeah. Also, ever since we got Adamus, uh, Luis Urias has been a lot better. I don't know if like the just having another shortstop to compete with there, but he's been really, really good lately. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I'm excited for the Brewers. I I hate how long baseball season is because I just I'm ready for the playoffs, <laughs> but it's yeah. fine. I love how long it is. Yeah, I fucking don't. I, I last year was fucking sick. The sixty game season was where it's at. It was awesome, but yeah. All right. Uh, anything on the south side of Chicago there, Nick? Uh, they've won seven of their last ten, like ten of their last fifteen. Uh, they're playing really well right now. They have the best run differential in baseball. And uh, like the top five uh, starting pitching uh, ERA in baseball, they're really, really good. <laughs> Our guy Billy Hamilton went on the. I know. I saw. Uh, yeah, but uh, Adam Engel is back from injury, which is awesome. And yeah, I he, saw he robbed a home run. He robbed a home run, his first mm-hmm. game back. So that was awesome. Uh, yeah. First game of the season. So I'm happy that we have him back because he's a he's a really, really, really good defensive player, and he can hit. Like and he can like swing the bat pretty well. So, um, one more thing about the Brewers, they were so close to a no hitter last night. Yeah, Freddie Peralta, Peralta had yep. eight innings, eight point one innings until he let and then he let up a hit. But mm-hmm. I mean, I have to imagine the Brewer between Woodruff, Peralta, and Burns. I have to imagine they're going to get one this year. I mean, those three guys are just fucking lights out. So, mm-hmm. and I feel like they've become so not common, but much more common than they used to be lately. And the Brewers just haven't had one in fucking forever. Have they ever had one? Like in the history of the MLB? Yeah, I don't think. sure. But I know they're the team that hasn't had one for the longest amount of time. Since the Padres Mm -hmm. got there. Yeah. Yeah. But I have to imagine like they're – every time those guys pitch, they go seven or eight innings. So like it's going to happen eventually. Okay, uh, nineteen eighty-seven. Yeah, that's been a minute, but yeah. Uh, and they he's they only have one no hitter, just that dude. Yeah, I, I bet you, I bet you'll get one this year. Watch, and all yeah. three of those guys are also like younger than twenty-five. Mm-hmm. Which is I, which is exciting. It'd be such a Brewers move if none of if the Brewers got one, but it happened on like one of the situated like bullpen days. Or like some bullpen guy just came out and threw absolute lights out for like nine <laughs> innings. Yeah. All right. Ian, I know you've been wanting to talk <laughs> about this. Yeah, this motherfucker, Coach K, dude. God, I oh, I hate him. <laughs> I hate him <laughs> so much. So of course he announces it before the season because coach K wants his farewell tour. He wants everything to be about him because he's a self-centered little fuck. You know, as soon as Roy Williams does it and he got all the attention, people are like, Oh, Roy's the best. Roy's the best coach. K is like, fuck this. I'm going to retire too. So that it's about me now. <laughs> there is nothing. I want more in the world than fucking Hubert Davis to sweep coach K this year. in his final send up. <laughs> God, that would be awesome. Um, I'm not going to say anything nice about coach K yet. Maybe once this season is over, maybe I will, <laughs> but right now I'm not saying shit because 
I just hope this season is horrible for him. Um, John Shire is taken over, who's a former player. Um, yeah, I mean, just classic Coach K. Everything's me, me, me. This didn't. I was surprised he retired, but also like, also kind of not, just because I feel like we knew it was coming soon. I was not that he's, surprised at all. He's actually. old as fuck. It is going to be weird next year to see Duke Carolina play without Roy or Coach K on the sidelines. That'll be weird. Oh yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, fuck, fuck Coach K. I'll maybe say something nice about him in six months, but <laughs> not anytime soon. Well, yeah, I was a little bit shocked too, but mm. he's old. Yeah, he's old. He's fucking almost 80, dude. He's old as yeah. shit. Jim Beheim needs to hang it up too. Well, we're talking about you old know, coaches. You know Leonard Hamilton of Florida State's like 75? Are you serious? Dude, he looks like he's 50. He looks mm-hmm. so when I saw because I saw they were showing like all the ages for the coaches in the ACC. I was like, God damn, he looks good. Good for him. The ACC has got old coaches. Leonard Hamilton, Jim Laranega down in Miami. Yeah, obviously Bayheim is like fucking a hundred. Boy was on the younger side of coaches in yeah. the ACC. <laughs> Says a lot. Yeah. All right. Um, some NFL news we had today. Julio Jones is now a Tennessee Titan. It only took a second round pick and a fifth round pick. Yeah, so I, you got to be on Aaron Rodgers' side now if you're a Packers fan. Like, you got to be. Like, this is all it takes to get Julio Jones? Come on. I'm still not on Aaron Rodgers' side. <laughs> um, but, I mean, the Titans are going to be really good this year. They were really good last year, but now they just added another weapon. Like, they lost Corey Davis, and then, who was pretty good, but they upgraded big time with Julio. Mm-hmm. Julio, AJ Brown, and Derrick Henry. I mean, that's got to be the best three man tandem in the NFL. Like, it's got to. Oh uh, yeah, it, it definitely will be. Yeah. So, yeah. um, hopefully Ryan Tannehill can keep having some success because he's been pretty good, considering it's Ryan Tannehill the last few years. Uh, they still don't have a defense, but as long as yeah. you don't score the other team. Yeah, sure. they score sixty a game. That fucking mm-hmm. defense doesn't matter. Yeah. Um. I know you mentioned Aaron Rodgers' side. We should know something this next week because mandatory OTAs start Tuesday. What so, do you think right now? Is he going to play? I think he will not report right away, but I think I'll say this. He won't report right away, but he will not be in another team's jersey this year. Okay. Okay. I I think I yeah, I I honestly don't know. I have no clue. Me neither. To be honest, I, I just I don't know if I really care. <laughs> I really don't. Like I've always said I'm not a huge Packer fan. So it's um I don't know. I don't really have, I don't really care. If he's not there, I'm if he's not there, I'm excited to see Jordan Love play. Just something new. Maybe he'll be good. Who knows? It'll be yeah. fun to just watch watch him try. Add a little bit of spice into our lives. I mean, he's got a loaded offense. <laughs> yeah. So. But, um, yeah, I I don't know if Aaron Rodgers is going to play for the Packers this year, but I don't think the Packers would trade him. 
Yeah. So you think he's either going to play or just hold out? But yeah. He won't be somewhere else. You think he'll hold out or retire? I wouldn't be surprised if he retired. I don't know. He, I wouldn't see. I wouldn't be surprised if he retired, but also kind of seems like a petty motherfucker and you would want to get every single dime left on his contract. And if that meant like holding out and like taking like penalties for that and still picking up a like cool million dollars here, here and there during the season. But well, if you retire, you still get paid. You still get part of your contract. You only get the guaranteed parts. Okay. But how much is he guaranteed? Not that much. Yeah. He really, he, he doesn't have that much guaranteed left on his contract. Ooh. Okay. Like the Packers would clear up about $22 million in cap space if he retired. Oh, so I don't think he wants to do that. <laughs> I think yeah. he's too petty then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One more thing. Um, <clears throat> Julio to the Titans means that they're still going to come in second in the division because the Jags will be in first place. Uh, I think that no, the Jags. What are you laughing? What are you laughing at, Liam? I saw that. I'm being um, deadly serious right now. Urban Meyer, will, Trevor Lawrence. The, the Jags will go six and eleven. Oh, you're crazy. They'll be over 500. No, they will not. <laughs> yeah, they will. Yeah, you they will. Them. The Jags will be 500. Eight, eight, one. No, 13 and four. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, eight, eight, and one. 13 and four. <laughs> you are on crack if you think that they're going to go 13 and <laughs> 13 four. 13 and four. Trevor's going to throw for 5,000 yards, 40 touchdowns. <laughs> I'm not, well, I don't know why you're laughing. He's going to run for probably nine or 10. Tebow's gonna have seven touchdowns. Seven receiving and three passing. How about that? You are out of your mind. (laughs) (laughs) Hey man, I gotta support my teams. I'll I'll give this one to you. They'll be better than the Houston Texans. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we won't come in last in the division. We'll come in. No, I I, yeah, you'll go six and eleven, but you won't be last. No, so you might fuck around and get second. We'll see. We'll see. Mark I know. I like boys. the I, I, I like the Colts over the Jags. Oh, get out of here! Oh man, are we talking soccer? Yep. Yes. <laughs> Nation, <laughs> Nation League final is tonight. USA versus Mexico. Um, I yeah. I mean, I don't. Really, I don't really have anything else to say about it. It'll be. It'll be fun to watch. I'm excited. Oh, I'm just it. really excited to watch like an actual competitive U.S. soccer game. Yeah, especially it's always higher stakes against Mexico mm-hmm. too, whether it's a friendly or not. So yeah, it'll be fun. Um, yeah. Do you have anything else to say about it? No, not really. Just that I think that Mexico will probably win. <laughs> Ooh, I don't know. I like the U.S.'s chances. Well, actually, if Mexico wins, the score will be one nothing. But if the U.S. wins, it'll be like three to two or something like that. Yeah, that's what uh, I think. I mean, I, I'm. Gonna back the U.S. Oh, oh, I want the U.S. to win very bad. Well, I figured. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but then after this, the moment that I've been waiting for for months, Logan Paul versus Floyd Mayweather is tonight. I've already bought it. I'm so fucking hyped (laughs) to do this, dude. I've been waiting for so fucking long because this was originally originally supposed to happen in fucking February. Yep, got postponed because they wanted a crowd, which I don't blame them. Like makes sense. Like it makes sense. A crowd, you gotta have a crowd. Yeah. Um, I 
I don't know what's going to happen. Logan Paul officially weighed at, in at 34 and a half pounds heavier than Floyd. Obviously, Floyd's a favorite. But I don't know, man. <laughs> it's just the thought of like, God, what if? What if Logan won? Like, I just, I want, I want Logan Paul to win. I really do. I, I think, think I just goes, love sir. the chaos. Like, if he, if he beat fucking Floyd Mayweather, I mean, every excuse in the book will come out like, oh, Floyd didn't train that hard, yada, yada, yada. He has no fucking excuses. He is fighting a fucking 23 year old who's boxed twice, two real matches in his life. Mm-hmm. Like he has no excuses. And I'm Liam was asking me about this uh, earlier this week. There's no, no judges. So the fight can only end by TKO or KO. If this fight goes the distance, Logan wins. Logan's already won. Actually. Now that I say that the fact yeah. that he's even <laughs> fighting Floyd Mayweather is like, he's already won at life. Like he yeah. has broken the simulation. Like, it's ridiculous. Like if he, if, if Logan Paul wins, people are going to say he was rigged and staged. There's just no way Floyd Mayweather has way too big of a fucking ego to fake get knocked out. And that won't happen. No, that's um, not what's going to happen. I think Logan, it will get, uh, I think he'll get KO'd by a rib shot by Mayweather. Yeah. I, I think Floyd will not KO him. I think it'll be a TKO. Yeah. Um, but, and also, you know, Logan made a good point. I've been, I, I watched all the build up to this stuff. He's like, if there were judges and I kicked his ass, they weren't going to let me win anyways, because they were going to protect the sanctity of boxing and yeah. give Floyd the win regardless. So he doesn't care. But if he lasts eight rounds with Floyd, eight, that's a win. Then he Floyd wins. Mayweather, then he won in my book. I don't he, care if he lasts, he won. Yeah, no, that's true. So, that is true, and it would I it it would be the bit one of the biggest upsets in sports history. Like it really would. I think the Twitter would just go fucking bananas, and I am here for it. I would just love to see it. I'm so fucking excited. I'm so hyped. I have two TVs set up downstairs for us, Nick. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay. Speaking of upsets, we are top five this week. Is the top five sports upsets that we have personally seen or been a part of because we want to talk about like everybody's number one is like, Oh, the miracle on ice, but none of us were alive in 1980. So I hope nobody put that on their list. Uh, no. <laughs> okay. Um, full disclosure after tonight, whatever my number one is, is getting bumped because the number one will be Logan Paul beating Floyd Mayweather. Okay. Fair. But, on it right now, but it hasn't happened yet, but it yep. will. Yep. All right, who wants to start us off? Liam, you do it. Okay. Um, we talked a little bit of soccer earlier, and my number five is. Uh, correct me if I'm saying this wrong. Leicester. 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 Leicester City winning the Premier League in 2015-2016. That is also my number five. Um, I don't watch very much soccer, but when they did win the Premier League, it was a very big deal seeing how they were in the bottom half of the Premier League like the year before. And, like, all they, they just got promoted to the Premier League the year before. Like They were in the championship. They didn't, weren't even in the goddamn Premier League. They were like 20,000 to 1 odds to win. It was yeah. 5,000 to 1. Okay, sorry. Divide by 4. Yeah. Uh, 5,000 to 1 odds to win. But yeah, still, I, like, them uh-huh. winning is unreal. 
I, I and I put it on my list because this was what really got me into soccer. At first, this, it was the 2014 World Cup. Yeah, at first it was the 2014 World Cup, and then this is what really got me into like club soccer. Anyway, gotcha. Mm-hmm. My number five is Stephen G. winning Finals MVP <laughs> over Eric Van Dyke. <laughs> I mean, Eric probably averaged 50 throughout those playoffs, considering his two. No offense, his two teammates. They're just not known scores. Steven yeah. and Nick. <laughs> I mean, just Steven getting finals MVP it would it would literally be like the Nets winning the finals this year and giving the MVP to fucking Tyler Johnson because he played six minutes a game. <laughs> I mean, just ridiculous. Like the politics in the MHL are ridiculous. I'll talk about more of them later. But <laughs> people just love to talk their way into things that they don't deserve and that's fine that's fine God, i feel the shot right at me there yo yeah i'm coming for you at number four yeah. Liam. <laughs> all right well my number four is the patriots losing to the new york giants in the super bowl back in like 2007 liam that's also my number four oh, <laughs> um yeah, it's just one of the greatest upsets just because the Patriots were 18-0, going for 19-0. They had Randy Moss, Tom Brady, probably one of the greatest offenses I have ever seen. So, very big upset. Yep. I have nothing to add. <laughs> I agree. <Okay. laughs> well, then my number four is Liam Aller winning Stat Keeper of the Year over me, considering I kept stats for every single playoff game that year. And I, I think Liam kept stats – maybe three times that whole season. Whoa, he whoa, fucking whoa. talked his fucking way into winning it for some bullshit reason. No, no. I I will agree with you. I did not keep stats during the playoffs. But the award was oh, given I know. before I did the for playoffs. <laughs> before the playoffs, during the regular season, I think I gave – I kept stats every single time I was there because I couldn't I, play. I don't know who you paid, but and that's fine. I'm taking this to my grave. I'm still upset about it. I should have that little plaque or plaque it's sheet of plaque. paper you got. But whatever, it's fine. Politics. I'll, I'll mail it out to you. Scratch up, scratch my name out. Mail it out to you. No, it's not the same. It, the damage is done. I'm over hey, it, but it's just a little stain on my heart forever. I'm just trying to give you some motivation to win it this year. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm coming for it this year. I should have. I should have won it last year. I mean, there's no way I'll be in the running this year. So, I'm. I wouldn't be surprised if you talked your way into it again because you shouldn't oh, have been in the running last year either. Oh, okay. Uh, my number three it involves you two. Um, it all started when Nick Giordano uh, drafted Ian last overall, and was that the second annual MHL ch- tournament? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Talk about it, the greatest comeback story ever. Ian being drafted last overall to winning a MHL championship. What can I say? Yeah. I shouldn't have I, gone last. Some of the kids that were picked before me, I was like, no offense. I, 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 I love everybody. Believe that. I love everybody in the MHL, but some of the kids who were picked before me, I was like, good lord. I mean, some of these guys averaged like four points a game. <laughs> they were getting I picked could, over I, me. I, I could not believe it. Me and Kyle were in utter shock. I mean, it, yeah, like you guys got an absolute, like, not to toot my own horn, but an absolute steal. steal. I don't think. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, in game two of the first round, I had a 40 piece and on an elimination game because we lost the first game. 
Yeah. I don't think anybody who, who was drafted in like five spots around me could drop 40. I could yeah. drop 20. That's about all you're getting out of me. Were you the Kinda second to last pick? I was the third to last. I don't know who was the second to last, but I remember we were sitting in um, the Stemnitz's household with Chip, just us yeah. three, just sitting I remember there. me, you, Zach, and Steven were some of the last few because we were all just sitting there just waiting. <laughs> I, I was honestly, I was hyped as fuck when, I, when whoever got picked before me got picked because I was like, I mean, it's just, I averaged career-wise 20, 10, and 20 and 10. So to pair me with Kyle and then a defensive specialist and Nick Giordano, mm-hmm. I'm like, back then I was back then I was, I was like, Oh, I mean, this is over. Like we won. And we did. It, it pains me to say this because you guys beat me in the finals, but I had to put this on my list. No, that's fair. I mean, mm-hmm. it was a great series. Hard fought series. Went to, Very went, went to, went the distance, went to three games, blood, all, sweat, all tears, all timer for the fans. Little bit of fighting going on. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, just competitive spirit. It's all good. Yeah. No, I love it. Was that was a blast? Um. All right. For my wait, I'm I'm up, right? Yep. Okay. Yep. My number three is Iceland winning over England in the 2016 Euros. Oh, okay. Because that was wild. Because Iceland was not supposed to be good at, at all, and then that tournament they made didn't they make it to the semis versus like Portugal or something like that? Yeah, it's because they did the skull chant, which just yeah. gave literally <laughs> gave their team superpowers, and then the Vikings yeah. stole it. Yeah, yeah, that was sick. I remember Iceland's run in the Euros. Mm-hmm. That was fun. I, that's when I was uh, that's when I was in the hospital with my bone infection. I the watched 2016 all the Euro Euros were so good, dude. Morning. Yeah, it, yeah, I'm excited for the Euros this year, dude. They start Friday. I was about to say it's coming up really fast. Mm-hmm. Um, my number three, I have the Washington Nationals defeating the Houston Astros. Oh, that um, was awesome. At the time, it was like cool, but finding out now that the Astros were a bunch of cheaters and they still lost in the Nationals. I mean, to to beat a team full that was cheating their way through the last three seasons, that's very impressive. Oh, like, it was awesome. Yeah. Um, it does hurt a little bit because the Nationals beat the Brewers in the wild card game that year. Um when we should have won, but fucking Trent Grisham had a terrible error in right field that lost the game. Yeah. But and and now he's raking on the Padres. Yeah, I was gonna say he's good <laughs> as fuck. That was like Juan Soto's welcome to the big leagues moment because he was yeah. the one who had that hit. Yep. And he was so excited that he <laughs> shouldn't have gone to third, but he was so hyped he ran to third anyways. He's out by a fucking yeah. by a hundred feet. But yeah. It didn't matter. They ended that game the lead four three and they won. And then they went all the way to win the World Series against a bunch of cheaters. So like yep. nearly impossible, but they did it, which is fucking awesome. All right. My number two. Hold on. Can we take a quick intermission? I'm gonna piss my pants again. This is gonna be a recurring theme, I guess, when we record the podcast. I don't know why, but I have That's to piss fine. so Insert bad. the Jeopardy music. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my goodness gracious. Thank you. Sorry. I have a question for you. Yeah. Are you the only family on the planet that still has a house phone in 2021? 
Yes, and I. <laughs> yeah, yes, l- 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 yeah. Let's let's go off topic real quick. Yes, we fucking are, dude. I don't understand why my mom wants to keep a goddamn house phone. I don't. <laughs> I mean, I'm assuming every call you get is just like spam. Yes, yeah. it is. <laughs> I was gonna say I don't think anybody has a house phone anymore. They're probably you probably get so many spam calls because you're the only fucking house in America with a fucking landline. <laughs> I, 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 I I think you're right. And like, uh, if we call, uh, like if let's like let's say my brother calls my mom, and like she doesn't like hear it or whatever, um, and then uh, like she'll see it and then call him back, and she'll be like, "Why didn't you call the house phone?" Oh, God. Because we don't live in the 1950s anymore. <laughs> no one needs a house phone. Yeah. I, when I heard it ringing, I was just like, oh, I didn't know those still existed. Yeah, neither did I. <laughs> Actually, I did because I'm the only goddamn house in the world that has one. I um, think it's your turn. No, no. Liam's up. Right, Liam's, Liam's up. up. Liam's we're, up. we're on number two, number right? Two. Yes. Number yes. two. All right, my number two is Billy Football beating Jose Canseco. Oh, yeah. yes. <laughs> I fucking forgot about Same. that. Same, so did I. <laughs> Billy Football, not only, like, just beating him because, like, Jose Canseco is, like, 50 years old. The guy is, like, washed up. But the way that he did it, just come out swinging with violence and, like, taking him down in, like, the first 10 seconds was just unreal. Oh, I mean, if Billy fought anybody with like actual boxing till, he would have gotten murdered because oh, he yeah. literally was just swinging for the fences, <laughs> like a street fight. Um, but uh, I'll give him the win because, but I mean, Jose can take him, obviously, just pretend to get hurt. Oh, yeah. And he got like a million dollars, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, maybe more. That's, that's yeah. so funny. He just finessed the bag big time. Um, oh yeah, next up, next up. Okay. Uh, my number two is UMBC over Virginia. That is also my number two. Yeah. That's obviously probably the greatest upset in sports. I <laughs> well, not not obviously if it's number two. Well, his number well, one, remember? Well, oh yeah, my number one. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, this was nuts. Like, I feel like everybody remembers wh- where they were when this happened. I'm mm-hmm. like the first time ever was 16 CB to one. Yeah. And then Virginia went on to win the championship the year after that, that which is pretty cool. But yeah, go UMBC shockers. Yep. That was cool. All right. All back right. to you, Liam. My number one it involves somebody on this podcast by the name of Ian Tuck. Ian Tuck beating Stephen Giangol. <laughs> oh, baby. That I'm surprised. Has- I'm surprised. I mean, we didn't play a full 18, but I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> but I did beat him on the front nine. It got rained out, so I'll take the victory. That that <laughs> that is an upset right there. Since Stephen G has been playing golf for God knows how long, and Ian just picked up a set of clubs. What like last year? Last year. Last year, Mar or um, probably in like April, April or May. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And he went out onto the links and beat Stephen G. I yeah, I mean, what can I say? I'm just a it's just what dominant athletes do who are at the <laughs> top of their game. Um if I was Steven, I don't know how like if I played somebody in tennis who had just started playing three months ago and they beat me, I'd probably kill myself. 
like if I just beat you just all of a sudden? Yeah, like I don't know what I would do with my life. Like I'd be like, holy fuck, am I really that bad after playing for eight years? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, I credit to Steven for still being, being alive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, we need we need things like this to happen to tone his ego down a little bit. Honestly, that's true. These I, are crucial moments for us. We anything we can do to shoot him down, we gotta do it. This is why he shouldn't have gotten finals MVP, dude. I know his fucking ego got so goddamn pumped from that. But no, I mean, yeah, I, I humbled him a little bit. He's lucky mm-hmm. we didn't play a back nine. I would have beat him by even more. Probably. I totally forgot about that until you brought it up. I really (laughs) didn't know what you were going to say when you said my name. (laughs) Same. I had no clue. I'm like, what? All right. My number one. (laughs) Here we go. Okay, hold up. What is he doing? I mean, he's putting on a show for us right now. My number one, I got the Rubble Alliance <laughs> over the Empire. Okay. My boy Luke Skywalker coming in clutch using the Force. Since this is a podcast, the Death Star. can you tell him what you're holding up right now? <laughs> I am holding a Lego X-Wing fighter right now with Luke Skywalker <laughs> inside and R2-D2. If I wasn't all the way upstairs, I would run downstairs and get my Lego Millennium Falcon that I built last year over <laughs> You've seen it before, Nick, haven't you? No, I have not seen it yet. I have not been to your house, Ian, in... I don't even know how long. I, I have no clue. A when year? When you come over, make sure I show you. Okay. Oh, absolutely. I'll bring this. We can play. Oh, I yeah, have a t- perfect, perfect. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I've got a TIE Fighter, too. You want me to grab that? <laughs> Ricardo's gonna come over and be like, "What are these fucking children doing right now?" Yeah, I just, I, uh, you know, I had to do it to him. Star Wars. I mean, this is kind of the same situation. Darth Vader's been at it for years, and then a young kid comes in and just destroys everything that he's worked for in yep. in, in like a matter of weeks. Yes, days maybe, probably days actually. Yeah, so. I mean, this is kind of the same thing. Darth Vader got humbled. Yep. Big time. He needed okay. it. Yeah, he did. Um, My number one it was your guys' number five, Leicester City, winning the Premier League. Yeah. Like, I was fully invested in the Prem by this time. So, like, I, like, this was the biggest deal in the world at the time. Like, nothing like this had ever happened in sports before. Like, a team... Cause like obviously soccer is just so huge. So, and there's so many leagues around yep. the world that like no team has ever been come up from the premier league and then ended up winning th- that year. Like, and all the players that were on that team just like kind of came out of nowhere. Like uh, Conte was on that team and he's now probably the best defensive midfielder of this generation. Yeah. One of the best Defensive mids in the world. Jamie Vardy as well. Nobody really knew who he was till 2016. And now he's one of the best strikers. It has been for the last, mm-hmm. since that year. I mean, he was averaging like two goals a game during that run. He had like 20, they, they played 38 games in the prem. Yeah. He scored like 27 games in a row or something like that, which is like literally unheard of. I mean, it was just nuts. Like mm-hmm. the run they had was crazy. And I remember that year, the only team that was even close to them was Arsenal. 
They came in second, yeah, but they were... Only one team beat Leicester twice that year, and it was Arsenal. And Arsenal got second. And we went ahead, or we closed the gap to one point in the table with Danny Welbeck had a header in, like, the Mm -hmm. 93rd minute to beat Leicester. And people were like, oh, man, like, that's just devastating for Leicester because this team from nowhere is going to, like, just get beat by one of the big sixes now but in turn Lester said after that game they said that was the reason they won because that game just hurt so bad that they're like i mean mm-hmm. we're not losing again we're not losing again yeah. and these team these team of nobodies just i mean riyad mares was on yeah that team. i was about he's to say riyad mares was also one of the best team. wingers in the world i mean these guys just came out of fucking nowhere and yeah. won and won the league which is like winning the league is just so hard to do especially for Especially it's the Prem too. Team. It's the yeah. Prem too, which is yeah. probably the best league in the world. I mean, it's not even close. Like the Champions League final this year was two Prem teams. Yeah, that's yeah. Who exactly. both got there pretty convincingly. Mm-hmm. And the Europa League should have been two Prem teams yep. if Arsenal weren't choke artists. Yeah, true. I mean, it's yeah, it's obviously the best league in the world. So it's yeah. very, very impressive. I don't think it'll ever happen again. It won't ever happen again. Mm-hmm. Um if I could go back in time, I would somehow convince my parents to put every fucking dollar they had on them to win the hmm. league because 5,000 to one odds, Jesus Christ, you yeah, I know. make some fucking cash. So yeah, I, that was, that was my number one until Logan Paul defeats Flamengo weather tonight. Yep. <sighs> okay. Um, anything else that we want to talk about boys? Ooh, Ian, I saw A Quiet Place 2 this past week. Really? Yeah. Oh, I still need to see it. God damn it. So without any spoilers, what'd you think of it? Well, without seeing A Quiet Place, I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. I mean, you don't really have to see the first one to yeah, see no, the second I, one. I watched like maybe like a five, six minute thing about A Quiet Place in the car before I went into the movie theater. But Oh, perfect. So I walked in, had some knowledge. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. What it wasn't very scary. I was expecting No, it's a suspense film. No, yeah. it's not it's not supposed to be scary. It's just more like a like you really feel like you're in the movie because when it's especially in a theater, like when there's mm-hmm. one few around you, when it's quiet in the movie, you're like literally sitting there like holding your breath, like fuck, I can't make a noise because I don't want to be that guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's this one guy in front of me. And every single time there's a jump scare, be like, oh, hell no. No, no, no. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think the scariest part of the movie was watching the trailer for the new Conjuring movie. Uh, yes, I, wa- yeah. I saw that movie when it came on when it came out on Friday. I right. It's streaming on HBO Max, so I might watch it, mm-hmm. but I'm going to need somebody else to watch it with me. Otherwise, it's it's pretty good. I liked it. Um, It's. I mean, it's just like I a hate, I, I hate it's just like movies, a bunch bro. of like jump scares, but I I enjoyed it. I'm I scared think... of the dark, bro. I can't watch those movies. Yeah, see, I'm I, I I didn't go see it in theaters because I'm too insecure to go by myself. Even though I wish I was because I wanted to see it in theaters, but yeah, I just had my headphones on a hundred on my laptop and watched mm-hmm. it at like 11 p.m. to try to get the best experience possible. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, it's not like not not scary it's pretty scary mm-hmm. like when the movie was over i had to watch a couple other youtube videos before i was ready to go to bed <laughs> yeah <I know. laughs> but it was good i liked it yeah if you find somebody to watch with i recommend it 
Well, have yeah. you seen any of the other Conjuring movies by chance? No. Okay. You don't really um, have to again, but just I was it, just curious. This one I wanted to watch because it's like based on a true story. So I mean, they all are. Oh shit! Well, um, yeah. See, that's why. Nah, no way. Base, like Ed and Lorraine Warren, the two people who are like the main character. Those are like those are real people who act like all the the three main Conjuring movies are all based on like real case files that they've had. At the end of the movie, they show some of the real footage and tapes and stuff, dude. And it's pretty fucking horrifying. <laughs> it's pretty fucking horrifying what some of the stuff that they go through. It's nuts. Yeah, I'm glad yeah, you like no. the quiet place too, Nick. Yeah, I think no. Nick and I are going to see it this week. Yep. Oh, I would love to. Thursday, I don't work, so that's fine with me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is my last week of tennis, boys. I know. <sighs> so Great I year for you, right? <laughs> <laughs> yep. We got we got fourth at conference. You know, I can hang my hat on this. On the on our last day, everybody except for one of our kids won on the last day. So we went out on top in conference, kind mm-hmm. of. Not on top, but we all ended on a win except for uh, our one doubles team who was playing for a championship. Yeah. They lost to Badger, which just fucking crushes me every time we lose to Badger. But it is what it is. So I'm... Um, yeah, I mean, we have subsectionals and sectionals this week, so we'll I'll up you date you guys on Sunday how that goes. Okay, maybe Can't maybe we'll, maybe maybe we'll, maybe you guys can come to state if we make it. Ooh, <laughs> yep. Liam flies out. Liam, don't book a flight. We're not going to state. <laughs> okay, <laughs> oh, that was just a joke. Um, Too late. The flight's already been booked. I mean, I'd love to see you, but. <laughs> All right, uh, Nick, I'll see you in whenever you, I'll see you in a little bit. Yeah, I was gonna say very soon. Yeah. Um. So, I'm sure we'll have a lot to talk about next week with this Logan Paul fight. And yeah. I'll maybe, maybe I'll live tweet it. Oh. Yeah. That would be good. Okay. I'll live tweet that in the USA Mexico game. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. All right. Um, I think that's all we got. Thank you guys for listening. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you again next week. Hey!